that's the sound of the horn. Welcome to an all-new, truly bizarro world, L.A. Clipcast. I'm your host, the legendary Chris Kawild. And this is a nutty, nutty Clipcast. Here we go. It is time for the National Anthem. I'll be right back. Yes, you're listening to this post Clippers W because of our new Clipcast motto, our new regime where we only podcast after W's, but I have time traveled to the beginning of this matchup with the Clippers versus the Minnesota Timber Puppies, aka the Wolves, the Timber Wolf Pack, and I'm in the building, this is super surreal. I'm wearing an L.A. Clippers mask. I apologize if this is a bit of an audio nightmare. I've never tried anything like this before. I've never been to an NBA game without fans. The majority of people in the building are literal world-class athletes. There's 30 of the world's greatest athletes, 15 Timberwolves, 15 Clippers, plus staff, and then media, and Clippers staff, and camera men and women it's a skeleton crew it's bare bones there are no fans in the building but arguably the biggest fan is here me chris kawild i'm gonna be checking in with you guys throughout the game and just sharing my experience with you it was a ghost town in downtown la when i left the car and walked across the chick hern court or what have you Scott Foster tosses it up. Serge Ibaka wins the tip over to Luke Kennard. Back to Pat Beverly over to Paul George. And away we go. Pat Beverly throws it over to Nicholas Batum, mi amigo. No, mon ami en français. To Serge Ibaka from the Congo. Oh, misses off the glass. And the rebound goes to some schmuck on the Timberwolves. And the fake crowd is chanting defense in unison. Serge Ibaka doesn't let him get away with anything, but draws the foul. This is wild. This is Chris Wild. Hey, buddy. Pretty fired up. Um, Kind of surprised to get your voicemail. Game starts in about 20 minutes. I'm in front of my house in Burbank. Uh, Burbank Hank here. Guess I should have said that, although you have uh, a caller ID. I'm sure you know it's me. Probably just running late. Although there's not a lot of traffic, the global pandemic. Not sure why we're riding in the same car. That feels a little reckless, but hey, you know, I'm going to stick with it. Just waiting for you, bro. Just uh, yeah, let me know when you're close. Shoot me a text or um, a TikTok. I know you're on the, you're always TikToking it. This is Hank. Give me a call. The fake crowd noise is jarring and unnerving while watching at home. It's bizarre here in the arena. DJ Dent's in the building. Pat Beverly to Paul George. Paul George finds an open Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard drives and turns the ball over. Luke Kennard has not impressed me in his four Clippers games. Bad guys four, good guys zero. I truly wonder if There is no home court advantage anymore. As a matter of fact, is it a home court disadvantage? 
because you've got, there goes Luke Kennard. Oh, come on, Luke. Make me love you. Make me love you. But my thought is, is there a home court advantage anymore? Because the guys who are at home don't have the home crowd behind them. And what they do have is all the headaches and hangups of, you know, baby mama drama and girlfriends and wives and screaming kids. You know what I mean? Like, I always say, oh, they get like to sleep in their own beds. But do they? The opponent doesn't have to deal with any nonsense. They just get room service and sleep in a five-star hotel. I am going to look at the NBA standings. I actually looked last night. And basically everybody had an away win, at least one. Some teams were perfect on the road. So I don't know, man. I don't know that there is such thing as a home court advantage as Paul George just inbounds it to Minnesota. He inbounds it to blue. Problem is we're wearing white jerseys. Ricky Rubio. (laughs) Ricky Rubio. Come on, Paul George. Let's go. Go, Clips. I mean, I can cheer, but I'm masked, and you won't be able to hear me, and Paul George gets a bailout. Ricky Rubio doesn't like it. Neither does his man bun. The only ones clapping here are the bench. I'm not supposed to clap or cheer, I think, because I'm media, and I'm supposed to be impartial. I don't know. I'm like one of the only people who are even talking. This is so bizarre. And one or a charge. I think it's a charge. All right, no Kawhi, and so far, big problems. We definitely have to dust off the cobwebs and win ourselves a home game. We don't want to talk about the last game. That's the game that shall not be mentioned. This is so weird. Dense, I always thought was too loud when there was 19,000 fans here. But when there's about, I don't know, 75 people in the building, He's definitely too loud. That is obviously for the background of the television broadcast. The fake crowd noise makes it look like it makes it seem like it's a video game. It's truly bizarre. Bad guys up six to two. Ricky Rubio at the free throw line. And he bangs in clang 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 his first free throw to go up seven two. Unfortunately, it's a pretty sleepy start, but in the game that shall not be mentioned, it took almost 10 full minutes for a second clipper to score a basket. Paul George scored all, I don't know, four hoops in the first 10 minutes. Already today, Luke Kennard on the scoreboard, and who's gonna be the second clipper to put up a made basket? Blue gets a hand on it. Somebody with a weird headband on Milwaukee. Is that like some sort of head cast? This is weird. You know when you see those toddlers whose brains are growing too fast and they put them in like weird head casts? That's what number zero for Minnesota is wearing. Paul George puts it up and not in. We're waiting for a second clipper to score a basket. So far Luke Kennard has and no one else has. And there's, you know, been three minutes in the till. Minnesota misses badly and holds on to their six-point lead. But Paul George storming down over to Nicholas Batum. And he puts it in, and there we go. 
We're doing way better than the game that shall not be mentioned. I'll check back in with you guys in the second quarter. Who am I kidding? I can't go eight minutes and 45 seconds without talking to you. Ricky Rubio for three. Gives the jerks a seven-point cushion. Pat Beverly brings it down wide open in the corner. Is he going to throw it up? No, he's not. Over to an open Serge Ibaka, back to Pat. Nobody wants to shoot the three except for Pat Beverly, who does and buries it from the corner. Chicago's own bad boy, Pat Beverly. Ooh, they got themselves some cool HD camera on a track. That is real nice. And that will not be here when the fans are here. It's kind of nice not having the fans on the court, to be quite honest. Ricky Rubio has just made back-to-back -back threes, so pretty much he's only allowed two a game, so he's done. Clipper ball. Luke Kennard shoots and misses. I need him to make everything for me to love him. Really, I just need him to get double digits, and then I'll like him. His Clipper high is eight points so far in game two. Paul George from three-point land way off airballs it. Yikes. Maybe somebody got a piece of it, let's say. Russell. Some guy named Russell on Minnesota is wearing some juvenile head cast to keep his brain from swelling. Clearly he had a head injury at some point, and that's why he's wearing some sort of winter muffler around his head. And Ty Lue calls timeout as his team falls nine points. I guess it's better than being down 50, yikes. All right, Ty Lu, figure it out. We're gonna take time as well. We'll be back after this. Hey man, it's me again. Um, game already started. It was tonight, right? Not the not the Blazers game. We were going tonight to the game. Uh, I mean, I don't wanna, I don't doubt you, bro, but it's like the game has started at this point. Um, I kind of feel like you, are you okay? I, I'm worried about you. I guess I'm really just worried about you. It's, uh, this is Hank. It's Burbank Hank. Again, I'm worried about you. Are you okay? Let me know you're okay. Uh, I, I'm not even. I'm not even annoyed at this point. I just want to know you're okay. The Clips are mounting a mighty comeback. 12-6 run before that a 10-4 run. Down four. We got Reggie Jackson, Zoo and Lou on the floor. Paul George. Nicholas Batum. Late in the shot clock, Minnesota pulls off a three-point miracle. It's a seven-point game. Pat Bev just sat for the first time. Reggie Jackson came in to reprieve him. I don't know if that's accurate, but Pat Beverly pulled down a beautiful offensive rebound, and I have a theory. Zubats, beautiful underneath. Uh, my theory is that every time Patrick Beverly gets an offensive rebound, an angel gets their wings. Every time Patrick Beverly pulls down an offensive rebound, an angel gets their wings. Minnesota Timberwolves, oh, it's such a brick. It's a brick. House. Paul George, slick like butter. PG for three, and it is beautiful. PG doing PG things. I like the point spread outiness. Sure, that's a word. Yes, a missed three from Minnesota makes me happy. We got a lot of guys 
who have scored. That's a shooting foul, bro. That's a shooting foul, bro. Come on. Weak sauce. I like Ty Lu. He's wearing a nice... I like the whole coaching staff are wearing these very sharp gray clippers. Oh, yeah, that is a shooting foul. I nailed it. He's going to get three of them. They're all wearing these, like, fleece pullovers. Zipper pullover. Like, they've got, a, like, a one-third zipper from the chest up. Like a mock turtle polo fleece, Old Navy. <laughs> and the staff looks sharp. I, I really, when they bring the fans back in the building, I kind of hope that they keep the matching staff look. I think it looks sharp. I, well, I don't need my NBA head coach in a Armani suit. I really don't. I, I like him in a matching Old Navy polo fleece pullover with the zipper and the mock turtle. Sweet Lou. Goes one for two. I don't know why he didn't shoot three because the refs are a bunch of filthy cheaters. But it's all tied up at a quarter of a century apiece, 25-25 here in downtown Los Angeles where I, Chris Wilde, am one of, I don't know, 12 in the building. It is nuts. Oh, Zubats! Oh, Zubats with a big old block. And it's Clippers basketball. Minnesota with a turnover because Zubats too much to handle in the paint. Don't bring it in the paint. Not when Ivicia Zubats is in the house. This game is wild. This game is nuttier than a jar of planters peanuts. Delicious salted planters peanuts. This game is nutty. Paul George for the lead. No. And the fake crowd all in unison. Dude, if you thought a fake crowd was weird when you were playing a video game or you're watching a game at home, the fake crowd is truly bizarre here in the building. Super nutty. Paul George pulling down a rebound. Ivica Zubat's too much for whoever Minnesota Timberwolves number 17 is to handle. Over to Lou for the first lead in the basketball game for your Los Angeles Clippers. Sweet Lou. A lot of guys with a lot of baskets. Sweet Lou leading the Clippers charge with six points. He's not, he has not been in that much, folks. He's only been in for like three minutes. Six points in three minutes. Gotta like that. What you don't like for me is seeing the Sweet James banners digitally because I do know that Sweet James is a you-know-who fan and I don't like it. Pick a, pick a team. And the lead goes back to Minnesota Timberwolves because of, I believe his name is Malik Beasley. Not to be confused with Mrs. Beasley from, I believe, DuckTales. Over to Paul George. Paul George for three. He's open. Oh, just short. But sloppy, sloppy Minnesota Minneapolis St. Paul Twin City basketball. Literally three blue jerseys, and they can't bring down the rebound, and they tap it out of bounds. Paul George is going to sit for the first time. I feel like I should clap, but I think I'm supposed to be impartial because I'm the media or something. I'm one of 14, I believe, media that they led in the building tonight. I feel blessed. I feel truly blessed to be one of the media they led in. I see seats on the floor. I'd like maybe to get one of those seats. <laughs> At this point, I truly believe I am the longest tenured member of the Clippers media. I've been at this for quite a while. Obviously, I've been a Clipper fan for spanning two decades. Three of them for sweet. Lou Williams. Like I'm Lou Will. Gives them a two-point cushion, their biggest lead of the night, I believe. But regardless, it's 30 to 28. It was 16 to 6, so do the math. 
That is a triumphant Clipper-dominating way to end the first quarter after being down 10. Levitra Zubats just shy of a rebound, but Minnesota turnover. Reggie Jackson ends up with it. Loses the basketball, but gets the handle back. They had numbers, but they lost their advantage. It's now five on five. Zubats sets a beautiful pick. Oh, that's a great pass to T-Man, but the man gets it broken up by somebody on Minnesota. I, I, look, this isn't Wolf cast, so I don't know who the hell any of these guys are. E. Davis? Whatever. That wasn't it. It was number six. McLaughlin. Luke Kennard. Make me love you, Luke. Kennard not making me love him yet. And there's a ticky-tack foul called on the other end. Minnesota with a chance to tie it up. But, hey, after the game that shall not be mentioned, over 30 points in the first quarter, which is what the Clippers are going to end up with. Got to feel good about it. Right now it's 30-28. to 28. Minnesota sent to the line to try to tie it up. I will do Granny Franny's mother. Okay, so my grandmother. Excuse me. My son's grandmother, Granny Franny. My mother, Fran. Her mother, Mary Bogdanovich. Mary Laurie by marriage. She did a hex. And just talking about it makes number five on Minnesota miss the free throw and the Clippers will have the lead at the end of one. <laughs> Who's at the line? Beasley? Mrs. Beasley from DuckTales Kid? Number five. Who cares? How about that? Yeah. And he makes one of two, which is something Burbank Hank could easily do. All right, 30 to 29. Sweet Lou with the ball. 19 seconds on the shot clock. 26 seconds on the regular clock. About 10 seconds separate the shot clock from the game clock. And there goes Lou. Making moves over to an open Luke Kennard. Make me love you for three. Gets it. I love him. I love Lukey. Dukey Luke Kennard. He hit that three. I needed him to hit it. And he hit it. He got his second Clippers start, I believe. Luke Kennard. Perfect from downtown right now. And that makes me happy. Oh, Zubak knocks it out of the building. Only point one second. I think they're going to add a little time onto that. Maybe, maybe not. Let's see. Clippers definitely going to have a lead after one. Let's see by how much. They're, I mean, what are they going to do? Catch, shoot, miss. And the Clippers are up after one. 33. Oh, here we go. We'll be back right after this. Hey, man, I don't care if you're okay. Now I'm just mad. Okay, we're at the half. Uh, we're doing great. The game is great, but I'm watching it. I'm watching it on my phone, sitting in front of my freaking house. Um, so can you, what is going on? Are you, are you just not coming? It was a pretty great opportunity, buddy, to see the game. I'm kind of shocked you're passing it up, but I, dang, man, call me already. It's Hank. It's Burbank Hank. You have my number. Oh, man. Yeah, babe. Yeah, I think he's picking me up. I don't know. I don't know. Put the, well, no, I'm not going to come give the kids tubbies. No, I'm waiting for Chris. I'm sure he'll be here any second. Okay, I love you too. Pick me up, dude. All right, the second quarter is upon us. Minnesota just put up some sloppy nonsense. Missed. Clippers ball. Oh, but Zubats gives it up down low, down dirty in the paint. I thought he got fouled. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty Terrence man. 
Minnesota's going to inbound it. We got a lot of second quarter action still ahead of us with 11.33 on the clock. Clippers up 33 to 29. Minnesota moving the ball around not well. <laughs> Remains Minnesota basketball. You heard the man. You heard the man. An older man said something. Minnesota's going to bring it in from the baseline. I don't love their uniforms. I don't hate them, but I don't love them. Like, I hate the Brooklyn Nets uniforms that I've seen. I mean, just like loathe. Loathe, not like a loaf of bread, but loathe, like L-O-A-T-H-E. Oh, and a loathsome Minnesota Timberwolves hoop to put them down two. Oh, it wasn't a four-point basket, you stupid jerk? No, it wasn't. Clippers lead. Sweet Lou. Gets the ball tapped away by some jerk on Minnesota named D. Russell. Pretty sure the D stands for no one's interested in your dirty D, Russell. <laughs> Wait, that's Layman. What the heck? Oh, Jay Layman. Pretty sure the J is for jerk. All right, Zoo for two. Count it. Bingo! Uh, premature bingo. Zoo for two. Bingo means three. I apologize, Clipper Nation. I'm just just flipping excited. This is so much like my dream where I'm alone watching Clippers action. Except for in my dream, I have better seats on the 50-yard line. And my dates are Charlize Theron and Halle Berry. And then Lucy Liu shows up in the second half. All right. Reggie Jackson over to Zoo for two. Bam. It was pretty. It was a pretty no-look pass. And Zoo shook his defender. Down low, down dirty. I like it. Clippers up by six. This is their biggest lead of the game, I believe. Scott Foster up to his usual nonsense. Scott Bananas Foster, who's the ref. Have you guys seen this very attractive blonde lady NBA ref? I'm going to watch my words here, but my goodness. I, I was always attracted to Violet, the lady ref. And to be fair, I'm attracted to most of the fairer sex, if you will. Isn't that what they call ladies? The fairer sex? The fairer gender? I don't know. Anyway, I am muio attractedo. Huh? It's not, those aren't words. Sweet Luba 2, 39-33. Anyway, there's this new sexy lady ref that I am all about. I can't wait to see her in action. Although, I guess after this monologue, I may get kicked out of the game for life. <laughs> Come on, I'm just one man. And it's cost me three Minnesota points. Lou with a sloppy pass to a deep running wide receiver, Terrence Mann, but Minnesota intercepts it, puts up three more, and they have tied the basketball game. Ty Lou doesn't like it, calls timeout. We got a tie ball game downtown Los Angeles. There's about 75 of us here. It is super surreal. I am tearing up. I don't know if it's because I'm exhausted, if I'm overwhelmed, if I'm having an emotional moment. I might also just be thinking about my new crush. And no, not blonde lady ref, but Serge Ibaka, my man crush. I saw him go to the locker room earlier and I was concerned. 
But honestly, he returned pretty soon after, and with this wonky way of NBA basketball, he may have just had to go potty like a big boy. He may have had to go potty like a big boy, and he may have just gone to the bathroom. I, I don't know. I also don't know if you can hear me over the music, over my mask, over the mics, fuzzy little wind guard. I'm having a blast in downtown Los Angeles. Well, I wish my broadcasting partner, Mike Smith, I mean, Burbank Hank was with me, but Burbank Hank not in the building. Chris Wilde is. And we've got a tie ball game here in downtown Los Angeles. More Clippers action after this. Reggie Jackson just put on a show, got five points in a row. Zoo to the line. Clips on a little bit of a run. Minnesota answered 39-39, tied the ball game up, but that is... If Zoo hits this second free throw, which I know he's going to, and I'm not going to jinx him because there's no such thing as a Clipper jinx, in the bucket. That's a 7-0 run, good guys. Thanks to the fleet feet of Reggie Jackson, Mr. October himself. And Zubots is, oh, oh, what a stop by Reggie. That was a block by young Reggie Jackson. Oh, Jake Lame Man commits the foul. Jerk, lame man. Reggie is feeling it. Got five points in a row. Got an assist over to Zoo, who got fouled. Zoo hits his free throws. Reggie on the other end, huffing and puffing, but gets a block. Wants the ball in from Terrence Mann with a lot to prove. Reggie Jackson putting in big minutes. I mean, he's putting in big numbers in limited minutes. Luke Kennard, make me love you, and he hits three. Kennard, I love you. That's what I need. He's got eight points. If he hits double digits, I profess my undying love to Dookie Luke Kennard. Clippers up 10. That's a 10-0 run. Minnesota responding with a brick from three-point land. Terrence, young man, semi-knoll, but 100% man. Another one from Lukey. Oh, off the side. Terrence Mann right there to finish. And the Minnesota Timberwolves call timeout as the Clippers go on a run for a dirty dozen unanswered points and everybody's contributing which i love to see everybody's contributing let me just look at my traditional box score digital readout screen that is right in front of me and listen to this folks every single clipper who has played in this game and this game we're only in the second quarter here for crying out loud we're halfway through the second quarter. Every single Clipper has scored, led by Sweet Lou Williams and 13 points. But your second highest scorer right now is my new great love, and I'm not gonna profess my undying love for him until he gets double digits, but it's Dookie Luke. Kennard, can we call him Sweet Luke? Sweet Lou and Sweet Luke leading the way with a combined 21 points. More Clipper action after these words from probably me because that's not nearly enough time to go to a commercial hey chris what's up buddy it's hank um waiting out front you said you're gonna pick me up before the game i'm sure you're running a little late i'm sure just um i don't know i've been waiting it's the third quarter so i'm watching the game on my phone feeling kind of i bet you'll be here any minute uh and the Clippers did all of that without Paul George on the floor. They went on a dirty dozen to nothing run. 
Minnesota finally scores the basket, but that's a 12-2 run, and Reggie Jackson is feeling it right now. He is doing circus dribbles alone out there. Finds young buck Terrence Mann. I love Terrence Mann. He's slinky. And there's the birth of slink. Slippery, buttery Paul George. Oh, just off the rim. Just a little too much mustard on that hot dog, Paul George. Paul George, who as we learned from Melissa Stetton, his middle name is John Ringo. Paul John Ringo George. <laughs> Horrible misfire from Minnesota. Sweet Luke Kennard comes down with it. Finds Sarah Smith for a flush. A big boy dunk from a man. Terrence Mann. What a man, what a man, what a man. What a mighty Terrence Mann. Clippers on a run right now. I like it. I'm happy about it. It was tied 39-39. And now it's 53-41. Do the math. I'll never do the math. That's a 14-2 run. No look! T-Map! Reverse! Luke Kennard in double digits and I love him. I'm in love with him. And I like him. And the media's feeling it. Everybody's feeling it. We're feeling it in downtown Los Angeles. The fake crowd has honestly plateaued. It's just kind of walla walla, white noise in the background. If there was a baby in the building, that baby would be asleep. It's like a bunch of running fans as opposed to sports fans. Minnesota short on the three ball, somehow get the rebound. Zoo with the block. Get it out of here. Denied. Clippers feeling it. Absolutely feeling it. Up 14. Here comes Pat Bev. That's a 16-2 run after being all knotted up at 39-39. There's some sort of jerk convention happening as the refs rally in the center of the action, deciding, I guess, that it is going to be, I don't know. I don't know what they decided. They just threw up some hand signals, and I don't know. People understood it. I certainly didn't. And it's Minnesota Timber Puppy Ball. Those bunch of jerks are down 14 with 5.48 left in the second quarter. The Clippers ended the first quarter triumphantly, and they have really pounded Minnesota in this second quarter. Clippers need a big old fat home W. Minnesota scores three, whatever. But the Clippers need a commanding home W. This will be their first home win. They've won in Staples Center, but that was a home game for the dreaded L word. They won an away game at Staples Center. Here comes Serge Ibaka. He is a back in the game. <laughs> Nicholas Batum, mon ami Zubats with some wonderful, wonderful big minutes. A lot of blocks. Really good job by Avicha Zubats. He's got at least two or three blocks. It's not on my traditional box score, which is irritating. <laughs> but right now the Clippers are crushing Minnesota. 12 to nothing in second chance points. Paul George and one. Oh, it doesn't fall, but he's going to the charity stripe for two of them. Two free throws. 55-44, good guys up 11, and PG with a chance to put him up with his number. Clippers up 13 if he sinks both these free throws. And it, it truly is quiet when the guys shoot their free throws. Take a listen to this. They should dull this crowd noise. Everybody's quiet. You can hear some of the media rumbling. Paul George sinks it. Good guys up a dirty dozen. PG about to put him up by his moniker, I believe. His numerical moniker. PG with a chance to go up by his namesake. And the crowd hushes 
because it's controlled by a volume switch. And he does it. Flush goes the dynamite. <laughs> Flush. Flush goes the toilet. Oh, Minnesota almost turns it over. They are really, really bad at basketball. All right, Nicholas Batum covering Ricky Rubio. Somebody dribbles off their leg on blue and then passes it literally to no one. Clippers basketball. This is maybe the greatest moment of my life. I'm here down here at Staples Center with about 11 of my peers and colleagues. World-class athletes literally outnumber the regulars, the regular folk. They're like Greek gods, Serge Ibaka. Oh, with a feed from his buddy Nicholas Batum. And Ibaka flush with a big dunk, putting the Clippers up mightily, mightily. Four minutes and 44 seconds left in this second quarter. Minnesota puts up an errant three. Oh, what's happening? That's what's happening. Clippers ball. <laughs> Clippers basketball. Sweet loot from the corner. Over to Surge. Surge, big moves from a big man. And that's my big man crush. Surge Ibaka, we've already got two guys in double digits. Surge is surging to double digits, but not quite there yet. We got Sweet Lou and Sweet Luke, both with double digits. And Clippers grab that rebound. Pat Beverly running down the court, holds up, gets his teammates back down with him for three. He's just a kid from Chicago. He's just a kid from Chicago. And he makes three big points to get a total of nine. We got a lot of Clippers with a lot of points. And the fans go wild, but none of it's real. But Chris Wild is real. And I'm going, my namesake, Wild in downtown Los Angeles. We'll be right back with more Clipper action after this. I'm just kidding, Clippers fans. Chris went to the game tonight. Um, uh, my mom is older and in our lives, and so uh, I'm still doing stay-at-home orders uh, to keep her safe with COVID and all of that. But Chris went to the game. Uh, looks like he had an incredible time, and the Clippers had an incredible time. I had some big questions before this game. Um, obviously, this is the first night of a back-to-back. So the big question for me was, could we win this game without taxing our players too much, knowing that we are going up against the very hot Portland Trailblazers, who are always dangerous? Uh, the next question was, is Zoo going to start grabbing rebounds? We needed him to. Really needed him to. Um, obviously, we needed to bounce back from Sunday's franchise record-breaking loss. Yipers. Um, and the other question was, could our young and new guys get something going? Could T-Man show up? Could Kennard finally really start to contribute? And the answer to most of my questions was, yes, 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 yes. These Clippers look great tonight. Uh, really great. Our leading scorer, of course, was Lou Williams with 20 big ones. You like to see it. He came out hot. He was plus 26 on the game, 5 of 6 from this free throws. 7 of 11 from the field. Pat Beverly went 4 for 4 from 3. Uh, finally missed his fifth three-pointer. But, man, was he super hot from 3. Paul George, 4 of 6 from 3. Luke Kennard, though, to me, is a big story. He was 3 for 4 from the three-point line. We needed him to start really playing well. Um, and, boy, did he. Boy, did he. He looked really nice. There were some nice exchanges tonight. 
with him, going back and forth with him and T-Man. There was a moment where T-Man got a great putback, um, then turned around, got another bucket, and then on the third possession in a row, a no-look pass to Kennard for the lay-in, and that is what put Kennard into double digits. Uh, and I am going to call Luke Kennard as my Hanks player of the game, um, which I didn't think I would do so early on. And it's not because his numbers were the best of the team, not by a long shot, but just because we needed him to start showing up. I shouldn't say not by a long shot. Um, he had 15 points in the game, which was very nice. Um, and, and you know what? My second, my backup, my runner-up Hanks player of the game is Kawhi Leonard because he did not have to play. So, uh, God willing, in the creek don't rise, we will see him tomorrow night versus those very dangerous Portland Trailblazers. Uh, big shout out to Chris. This is a really fun uh, clip cast with him doing tons of in-game reports. Uh, I know it was a huge night for him to get to go to the game. So exciting that our Clippers are playing so well. Three and one. Three and one, Clippers Nation. Uh, and I will tell you that um, all of my fears were assuaged, and so I will give you a big fat toot toot. Um, to hand it right back to Chris. Chris, take it away. You gotta love this timeout. Ty Lue just calls. Clippers were up 30. Now there's 225 left in the third. That's 225 left in the third. And the Clippers are up 25 with 225 left in the third. Ty Lue calls a timeout. Basically to drum up a play to guarantee the Clippers win and get Lawler's Law in the third quarter. It's 99. 99 to 72. Excuse me, 74. Pardon me. It is 99 to 74. Ty Lue drums up a play because the Clippers had a 30 point lead and now they've only got eight. 25 point lead and Ty Lue is like time out we need to lock in Lawler's Law in the third quarter so with 225 left in the third Terrence Mann inbounds it over to Reggie Jackson feeds PG-13 back to T-Man all the way to the hoop to Zubots oh me oh my holy smokers fans what a great play drummed up by Ty Lu, your head coach. Ty Sweet Lou? Let's call Ty Lu spicy, so it's sweet and spicy. There's Sweet Lou and there's Spicy Lou. And that's a real fancy behind the back D'Angelo Russell turnover pass to no one. 101-74, Clippers basketball. PG-13 putting on a show in the third quarter. Had nine points going into halftime. Now he's got nine more to make it 18. T-Man misses the layup. Heavily contested. Zubats with the offensive rebound. Slams it home. And the Clippers are back up by 29 points. It's either Minneapolis or St. Paul's ball. I can't tell them apart, honestly. They're, they're twins, these twin cities. Almost turnover. Reggie Jackson almost picks it off. Instead, some jerk misses an open corner three. Bounce, bounce off the rim. And there goes Black Butter, Paul George. So smooth. Off blue, bro. Off blue. Whatever. All right, cool hand Luke. Who's he in for? Paul George. 
Yeah, that foul's garbage. Eight minutes and 58 seconds left in the game. Not only did we get Lawler's Law in the third, not only do we have six guys in double digits, but let me say this to you again. This is the third time I've brought this up. And it brings it up for me personally in my downstairs business district. Every Clipper player has scored a basket. Every Clipper player has an assist. That is great team basketball. We still got a lot of basketball left. So you know Amir Coffey's gonna get in there and get his basket, get his assist to join in on the fun. As a matter of fact, Amir Coffey's in the game right now. He's got two minutes, he's got one rebound. So Amir Coffey, prove me right. Get a basket and get an assist. You've got eight minutes and 48 seconds to do it. But this just in, Amir Coffey, welcome to the party. From Amir. Amir Coffee. That's what I say every morning. Amir Coffee. Amir, get over here. Amir Coffee. I need you. I need you, Coffee. Wake me up before you go go. Paul George, 18 points. Nicholas Batum, 7 points. Serge Ibaka, 16 points. Cool Hand Luke Kennard, 15 points. Patrick Beverly, a kid from Chicago, with a dirty dozen, 12 points. Ricky Rubio with an offensive foul against the real man. Here comes Fiondu Mengele. Fiondu Mengele. My fee. Fee, you got to get in here, score a basket, and get an assist. Sweet Lou Williams, 20 points. Ivica Zubac, 12 points. Talk about a spoil of riches. Our centers combining for 28 points. How about that? I don't know if this guy's a basketball player from Minnesota. It looks like he's wearing board shorts and a t-shirt. He literally just threw the ball into the empty stands of Staples Center. Terrence Mann inbounding it off of a humiliating Minnesota turnover. Reggie Jackson bringing it down the corner, up top to Fee, back to Jackson, Jackson to Fee, no can't find him. Terrence Mann going to reset. There's a couple of Seminoles out there, FSU, and they truly are effing S up. I'm getting the W. I know that. I'm getting this unique, truly unique experience. Sound the horn, because who's getting in? Oturu. Cool Hand Luke sitting down, putting together a great game. Up here, Cool Hand. That's my big thumbs up to you, Cool Hand Luke. I don't know if he saw me, but he can feel it. I'm here alone. I'm the only person in the building with his thumbs up. Cool hand, Luke. I love you, bro. Great game. High-fiving all his compatriots, all his buddies. Kawhi Leonard not in the building, still healing. I have a feeling we're going to see him tomorrow night. For you, the listener, I believe that'll be today. Today, we face Portland Trailblazers. How messed up is this? The Portland Trailblazers come to town and they get rest in LA. They play the L word, the L word on a second night of a back-to-back for the L word. So the home team has a back-to-back. The away team plays them on night two, then gets a day off and then plays the Clippers at home on night two of a back-to-back. WTF NBA, what the hell is that? It's the away team that is supposed to have back-to-backs, not the home team. Why does Portland get a day off? If anything, Portland should be fresh 
and ready for the L word, and then face us on night two of a back-to-back and just be depleted. And hats off to Portland, by the way, for beating the, the hated division and hallway rival. Cool hand Luke just trots off to the locker room. I'm seeing a lot of locker room visits during the game, which you're not gonna see during a regular season. But I saw Serge Ibaka go to the locker room, and I think he just had to go potty like a big boy. Oh, there's Kawhi. There's Mr. Finals MVP, Mr. Claw. Kawhi Leonard in all black and blue warm-ups. His cheek is covered by a surgical mask because of these trying times, so I can't see if there's any swelling in his cheeks. He's wearing black and blue warm-ups, and we know his cheeks got to be black and blue because his old championship partner and pal Serge Ibaka, what it do, baby, elbowed him in the face and made him have a bloody Christmas I'll never forget. Look, the Clippers got a W that night, then celebrated Christmas with their families. Merry Clipsmas. Luke Kennard already back from the locker room. Maybe he just had gas, wanted to go in the hallway, send a text out real quick. I mean, that was a real quick departure down the hallway. I mean, maybe time for a one, tops. I think I think he just let one rip, honestly. He didn't want to do it on the bench. I love all the guys have their own individual Gatorade coolers. The COVID-19 regulations are really like Scott Foster. They're bananas. If Fiondu scores in the next four minutes and 57 seconds of this remaining expiring clock, not to be confused with the expiring Minnesota Timberwolves, every single Clipper will have scored a basket, except for Kawhi Leonard, Patrick Patterson, and Marcus Morris. Pat Patterson getting the night off. He's always ready. His new nickname is Be Ready. He's getting the night off tonight because He's a veteran and they're gonna need him tomorrow night. And I have a feeling Kawhi Leonard will be playing tomorrow night as well. We'll see tomorrow night as the Clippers face off against the Portland Trailblazers. If I had to have a second favorite team in the Western Conference, it would probably be Portland. But my love affair with the Clippers is so well known and so well documented. I truly hate all Western Conference teams, except for my beloved La 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 la, Los Angeles Clippers. There's Terrence Mann, big man, big shot, big miss. Clippers are up by all the points. Clippers up by, let's see, 18 plus six, 24. Tell me where the detonator is. That's right, Clippers up by 24. I hope you like my Kiefer Sutherland joke. They could be by up as many as 23 if what's-his-name makes his free throw. He shoots, he makes it. Clippers up by 23, not to be confused with Marcus Camby, former Clipper great 23, but current Clipper great Sweet Lou Williams, 23. Number 23 on his jersey, 20 points leading all Clippers tonight. Sweet Lou, are you gonna get my HDPOG Henry Dittman player of the game? It's gotta be my new man crush, Cool Hand Luke. You know, my favorite Clipper W is a Clipper home blowout W. This was truly a remarkable experience. I hope to do it many more times this season, take you along for the ride with me. I did not request media access tomorrow night because I didn't want to be greedy, get caught with my hands in a cookie jar, as Brian Seaman likes to say. Sound the horn. That's not the end of the show. It's just the game clock. 
not to be confused with the USC Gamecocks, University of South Carolina, not your USC Trojans, unless you're a USCLA Bruin fan. What's Bruin? Well, Amir Coffee, that's what's Bruin. Ty Lue just walked away, and now Patrick Beverly is leading the charge in the huddle, high-fiving everybody and taking over where Ty Lue left off. You gotta think that Patrick Beverly is gonna be one hell of a head coach one day. Maybe a Los Angeles Clippers head coach. You'll find out about it on Clipcast, the longest running Clippers podcast ever, because I'll still be at this when Patrick Beverly is long retired and head coaching in this league. There's a strong tradition of former point guards being head coaches, obviously Steve Kerr, Steve Nash, Ty Lue. Glenn Doc Rivers, just to name four off the dome. You gotta think Patrick Beverly's gonna be a head coach. Mr. Big Shot, former NBA Finals MVP point guard for Detroit Basketball Pistons. He's an assistant coach. He used to be Brian Seaman's color commentator. Anybody and everybody is a has got a leg up on Mike Smith, if you ask me. You know, I'm a known Mike Smith hater. <laughs> I am not one of his 34 children, and I am not a Brigham Young University alumni. I'll never forgive Mike Smith for clearly rooting for the Utah Jazz every time the Clippers played them. Ralph Waller was doing all the heavy lifting back then. Brian Seaman has been a phenomenal replacement for oh me, oh my. You know Ralph Lawler's loving this because Clippers got Lawler's Law bingo in the third quarter. That's great, they make noise when the away team shoots a free throw, but not when the home team shoots a free throw. The fake crowd noise is just as jarring as it was at the start of the game. Fiondu still without a bucket. Everybody trying to find Fee. Terrence Mann lays it up, not quite in. Oh, and Daniel Oturo. Daniel Oturu for 2-2. That's what he do do. Yo, two for two for Daniel Oturu. Two for two for Oturu. Count it. That is ball game, folks. That is a Clippers W. And we are gonna actually be able to sound the horn at the end of a Clippers W. Holy cow, what a great Clipcast. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. We got the W, we got the Clipcast. We were here for it, you were with me. That's Clipcast, sound the horn.